I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Labor Day morning. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you. Uh, a ri- uh, listen, a Labor Day good morning to you folks in Riverdale. How about that? Home of the Raiders. Yeah. And and speaking of Riverdale, to get to Riverdale, you'd be going up Terra Boulevard. Yeah, or you down would. Terra yeah, Boulevard. Yep, yep. You got a difficult time. But, you're going there now. Yeah. You want to? Once you get below the airport, that exit right there, go to the Farmers Market. Mm-hmm. The Highway 85, that's how you want to go to Riverdale today. Okay. You don't want to get down to Terra Boulevard. You want to get off right there. If they're there. just tuning in, let everybody know what yeah, happened going, earlier. Uh, down, they got to have a truck fire down uh, I-75 south below the airport, uh, Old Dixie Highway. That's right there where you have that split for Terra Boulevard. Say to your right, you stay on the interstate and go around uh, down toward uh, Henry County McDonough. Uh, you know, they're starting to clear it up. The traffic is starting to move, but it's been backed up down there all morning long. In both directions. So if you're headed down that way, you got to go through the downtown connect to your own 75. You want to go like to Riverdale somewhere in Clayton County, you're going to need to hit that 85, the Highway 85 exit right there where the uh, farmer's market is. You can go to farmers, uh, over to Forest Park, mm-hmm. get your fresh produce and your driver's license, or you can go back the other way. That's where you get, that's where the DMV is? That's, that's where I got mine. <laughs> I don't know if it's still there, <laughs> but that's where I got mine. I'm back right in between the, the lettuce and the, and the, the turnip greens. Now I get mine park. over there by Marietta Heights. The Marietta location. Yeah, I was just trying to think. Mine. It's been a minute since. No, I, got I mean, I mean, I, this is when I had to drive oh, to get it. Okay. The the real your original driver's license, the parallel parking and that thing. Got man right off of Congress, there, right off do. the Eisenhower Expressway, the biggest okay. building you see when you're heading into Chicago. Yeah. And and then pops let me drive his little old Camaro after that. Yeah. And he says, <laughs> if, you, if you wreck it, just leave it there and don't come home. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, on this fifth Yikes. day of uh, of September, we've been talking all kinds of sports this morning, obviously. But as we talk in um, NFL a little bit here with Russell Baxter, I want to remind you, whether it's a Falcons game mm-hmm. or as we approach basketball season, a Hawks game, all right. or still in, 
Soccer season. Yes. Atlanta United. Yes. You can listen to every one of those matches along with all the music you love and the news you need to know right here on the Odyssey app. Check it out. Yeah. Listen, I reached out to uh, D. Scott, and I doubt he's going to reach back to us. But not this time. Of day, nah, man. well, you never know. He could be up catching a flight someplace. You know, no, 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 not yet. Uh, Dennis yeah, Scott's mean, birthday today. Yeah, and he, we're the last people he, we thought he, he'd hear he, from. He might be kind of resting it up because his time is about to start here. Yeah, he, it is. He's about to get moving. He's about to get moving. Can I give you a little NASCAR note out here? Please. All right. Uh, last night they raced up at uh, at, at Darlington, and that was part of a, a trivia question you asked yesterday. The first paved NASCAR track was yeah, Darlington. First, first paved Super Speedway uh, was was there, and uh, they ran there last night. Southern Five Hundred, which is uh, which is sponsored by. Take a, a cookout now. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. Been How was that place? That was nice and, and nice and affordable. Okay. I haven't been in there yet. You can get some flavors of milkshakes you never dreamed of. I ain't doing milkshakes, man. Okay, but well, I don't want the burgers okay. and the, okay. you know, the burgers the food. are good. The burgers, the dogs, it, it, it's good in there. But anyway, they're, they're, they're the sponsor. And uh, Eric Jones is the winner. Eric Jones drives the 43 car that was made oh. famous by Richard Petty. Yep. First time they, uh, they won a race uh, since 2014. Been a really? while. Been a while since the Petty car had won a race. And the last time uh, the Petty won at Darlington, the 43 car, was 1967. Jeez. Yeah, that, that's a long time ago. Dr. Uh, King was alive. And a whole lot of other folks were alive. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, when you say it like when that. You think about that, put things in perspective, right? But things, but in 1967. So um, uh, th- that, that car made it too. But what happened is some of the, it's the first race of the NASCAR playoffs. And what happened to some of your playoff contenders, a lot of, you know, Chase Elliott in a wreck earlier. They couldn't fix his car. He ends up finishing, I think, 39th in the race. Probably so, wasn't happy about that. Uh, not very happy at all. He was what knocks the points lead, not the points leader. Um, 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 Kevin Harvick's car catches on fire. He finishes 33rd. Uh, he gets out of his car burning. And, and Kyle Larson just had problems all race long. Uh, so some things have been rearranged with people who are up front as far as the points go as they head for the next race. But uh, Eric Jones was your winner last night of uh, the NASCAR Cup race up at Darlington. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, everybody get, we, again, we, we've gone. There's been a lot of sports going on this weekend. You, you came in this morning talking about the events of not just the last 24 hours but this whole holiday weekend. And I'm telling you, we are approaching, if you're a sports fan in this country, there is no better time of year than late September, October. October. The things that you get to watch, October, though, is the main October, one. October, October, because everything's good. Everything. You can flip from, I mean, you can flip from everything from, from baseball to hockey to football to co- on the college level and pro level, all the things that are happening. And the thing that's the workout is, and, and all the people who work in, in local sports, and especially here at Sports Radio 929 Game, but all local TV, is once we get into October, we all know what Friday night means. Right. Most of us have Friday night shows that we do. And, and, and then Saturday. You can't miss Saturday. Right. College football is, is huge. You got, obviously, Sundays are, are, are big. Whether the Falcons are a big winner or whatever, it's still a big deal. You got your special programs you got to do. It's the NFL in town. In the backdrop, you got a baseball team that's in the playoffs. That's right. Um, th- 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 that's going on. We're going to have a basketball team that we have great anticipation for that's going to start opening their camp in the month of October uh, and start playing. So, I mean, that's, that's the other thing. And, you know, there's still a chance. There's still a chance that our soccer team may be moving toward the postseason. They got a few games left remaining. But 
all of that's happening. You feel like the dude used to come on Ed Sullivan with them sticks and them plates. You know, the dude used to, used to put the. Oh, spin the plate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, to keep them going. Right. That's that's what you end up being this like. Is, uh, yeah. It, I mean, you work out, you, you got to start You got to start stretching your thumb out now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to pull a muscle in your thumb with the remote control. Yeah, you don't. No, you don't. No, you Sam don't. and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. Um, on this day where Sam Houston was elected president of the Republic of Texas. Of Texas. Wow. 1836. They got a big old. So it wasn't uh, official. They weren't officially a state then. They were still fighting and fussing with, you know, Mexico a little bit. Mexico. But they call it the Republic, not the state of Texas. Yeah, Republic. Republic. Yeah. It's so big. Yeah, it was. It was bad. It's pretty big. It's still, it would well, take, <laughs> take you all day to drive across it. Um, and, and, of course, he's, what, the city and the university named in his honor. Who's the most famous? Who, who's the biggest name sports-wise from the state of Texas? Oh man! It could still be with us, or 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 not. When this person is on that, I hate to say Mount Rushmore, but no. just just one name. I mean, when you want to say this person's name, it uh, it is Texas, whatever. I'm thinking Nolan Ryan, or I'm thinking Earl Campbell. Doesn't have to be a player. I'm, I'm thinking Earl Campbell, or, or just any person. Yeah, any person. Oh Can wow, there's a whole lot of people there. Then you're talking about just people Texas. That's as know, much as what, I hate what, to what, say what, it. One you mentioned, Sam Houston, is 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 one. What about Jerry Jones? Where does he fall in there? He, he got to be as much he as he fall, can. He falls in there, but, not, you know, if you're not. A, All right, a, let me a, ask a, you this. Following sports. I mean. Bigger just, name in that state. Jerry, Tom Landry, Roger Staubach. Give me those three. Probably go with Staubach. I see. You know, I would have said the same thing. Yeah, I, I'd probably go with Staubach. Hmm. I, I, I would think. I mean, he's actually on the field. And his story, I don't know if people are familiar with his story, him having served. Uh, Navy, Navy, uh, and then go out and win Super Bowl. So yeah, I, I, I would, I would, I would, I would say that he would be pretty big from that. They're probably the only two of the academies. They got two Hall of Famers, probably more I can think of, but I think of Roger Staubach and David Robinson. Yeah. Well, you think all kind of people you follow. It depends on what field you want to. In in the field, reporting, journalism, Dan Rather comes comes, yeah. comes comes to mind. He's you know from Texas. I was trying to reach down and pull a name out from rodeo days, and the only one I can think of is Larry Mayhem. Mayor, Mayhem, is that right? Mayhem. Yeah, is he from? I don't know if he's from Texas, I though. Know, I don't know who he is. Really from <laughs> he's that name. Hey, man, we look back. At it. We're going to finish up the college football week one, Clemson and, and Georgia Tech. Um, unfortunately for Tech fans, it looks like Clemson, you know, is well, you that know, they team said, this year. They, but, said, they said that last year. But they, it had been a tight game. They also said that about Notre Dame going into Ohio State, too, and we saw what happened. Yeah. I don't know that Georgia Tech can be, well, that, you, well, you know, yeah, saying the same as them, but they're, still. There's still a level of expectation for Notre Dame. Georgia Tech is get get past five wins. I, I'll say that clearly. They're trying to get up to five. They want to get more than three wins, right? And that's what they've done for the last three years. And so, to me, you know, everybody wants to see if there's going to be some success. Uh, and five wins don't even get you in a bowl game. No, you know. And so that's that's what people are looking for. You want to see this team play well tonight. You know, you, you know they're, they're, the the cards are stacked against them. We talked with Ken Segura a couple of hours ago, and he talked about the uh, the defensive line that is so very talented for Clemson that they're going to be facing with the Georgia Tech offensive line that's had its struggles all last season. They had struggles to get, you know, the right combinations to keep them healthy, to get some some time and some chemistry. That takes time. And, you know, it's tough to throw a, a you know, revamped or retooled offensive line out there against what they're going to be facing tonight. So it, it's going to make it difficult. Um, but you want to see what Georgia Tech's defense can do because remember, Clemson's got a got a quarterback that was suspect last season. 
Of course, he is a tough act to follow. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little bit. You know, he came with a very tough act to follow. But last season, he was a bit of a disappointment. Does he do better this year, or do we see somebody step in? Because if he gets off to a bad year, there'll be some changes. Because I promise you, Dabo Sweeney's got, got another quarterback up there that could step in and run that team. So, I mean, that's, that's the other question to watch for Clemson. Because as you said, they're expecting this year for Clemson to be Clemson again. Again. But right? Listen, I don't know that – we'll see what Clemson does tonight. But of the teams that you mentioned at the top of the food chain, if you will, Ohio State was the only one that provided a story. Alabama did what they were supposed to do. Oh, yeah. Georgia did what they were supposed to right. do. We will see what Clemson does tonight. But having to – really have a battle against Notre Dame at home. Ohio State of the big boys was the story. For me, as we look back, I, I didn't think I'd see, you know, Mac Brown dancing the way he did in, <laughs> in North Carolina. But that North Carolina game. That almost game, didn't happen. Exactly. It almost didn't happen. And then what we saw last night with Florida State and LSU. Those are those are the ones we're going to the takeaways from this weekend. And and how did LSU not get it? What's Brian Kelly? I mean, the the, the daggers start flying that way early because <laughs> you know he's going to get it. You want to take your – Notre Dame is one thing, but these folks in LSU, they're going to let you know their yeah, fan oh yeah. base. Oh, absolutely. A lot harsher than Notre Dame fans. And, you know, he, he – listen, he's been indoctrinated already because after what happened last night. But also, I mean, we got big stories from not only the big boys. We talk about North Carolina – but let's talk about what Dion and Jackson State did. We have been talking HBCUs throughout the show, but as we talk about college football, period, well, I'll tell given you what, where they came from, given what they have gone through, yeah. and then to go down there and get that win as decisively as they did, I think that that is the story of this college football week one. Uh, it, it is one of the big stories. It could be the big one. It's something that everyone's been waiting to see how this team was going to look. All the anticipation covers Sports Illustrated during the summer. Uh, and then be, to be challenged by what they were challenged with, as was everyone in that part of Mississippi over yeah. the past week, uh, to see them go down and play that way. And, you know, they went there with a little, a little passion. They went there to do something that they were going to really dedicate, you know, to, uh, to, to the people back, back home. And I think they went down and represented well and made everybody proud after that 59-3 win over Florida A&M. And, uh, you know, we have to see what's, what's coming up next. Of course, they got they – got, uh, you got Tennessee State coming up next for them up in Memphis, and we see what happens with them going forward. But off to an impressive start this season. Hang on a minute. All right. Okay. Sportsradio92.com. Uh, so turn your mic on, sir. I got you. Oh, thank you very much. I was, I was, <laughs> well, we, we, the next group of folks were coming in. I was trying to close the door so we could hear, and I thought Sam was going to stretch a little bit. More. Oh, I'm sorry. That's nah, okay. That's uh, all right. We'll be all right. All right. We'll be all, all right. right. All right. Uh, you ready to talk some uh, football? Why not? I mean, some NFL football. Yeah, man. Russell Baxter's going to join us. Get that Supreme song ready. He is coming up next. Sam and Greg in for John and Hughes. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We are in for John and Hugh on this Labor Day morning, fifth day of September. And we're going to welcome the guy who had his first. This was the first person that we have had on our show since we've been together with their own intro music. Yeah, man. They had a couple. Just There's only about three people, but he was the first. <laughs> want to welcome Russell, Bass- Russell Baxter back to the show. Good morning, sir. And happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. 
happy Labor Day to you guys too. I, I also like the fact that when you do play my theme music, um, that you are using a 45 record. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. For some that. of us who who had those, right? And then we went what cassettes, eight tracks, uh, and and CDs. CDs, CDs. And now, uh, now we just TikTok it, right? No, no, man. Because albums and vinyls back, it just costs you three times as much. Yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, that's a remember, remember, remember Nicholas Cage and The Rock. Yeah, yeah. The Beatles album. Remember? Oh, he said, that's right. They just sound better. I had forgotten, but I love that movie. Yeah. I absolutely That's a do. great movie. I absolutely do. And by the way, that's speak, a great movie. speaking of movies, I, since you brought this up, the number one movie in this country is Spider-Man. That's right, the one that came out in December 2021. They added 11 minutes right. to it, put it back in theaters, and now, it is the now, number now, one now, movie. Now ask him why is he saying that, Russell. Well, you just ask go ahead him. and tell him, because I don't think we haven't talked to Russell since this happened. Yeah. I'm supposed to be in Spider-Man. I'm in the credits. I'm getting the residuals check. But they cut my right. scene. Yeah, he's on the cutting right. room. He's on the cutting room floor. Oh, uh, what a tattered web we weave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Literally. And that's what that's what happens. Welcome to Showbiz. Russell is week one, National Football League. Um, we're ready to get things started. Of course, we got Falcons and Saints here. Usually that game's down into the schedule a little bit, but we're gonna kick off with the arch rivals. And we're still waiting to see. It's kinda like, you know, like everybody else. It's like the holiday. You're waiting to unwrap that present and, and see what you got inside. We don't know how much we're going to have inside, but we're going to unwrap it anyway. <laughs> what say you about this upcoming season? Well, I'm hoping for the sake of the Falcons, they've had a presence stored in their closet for about 15 years. It's called a pass rush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they haven't unwrapped that lately. The thing that's so intriguing about this game, and I, as soon as the schedule came out, uh, you know, I, I noticed it and so on. So where have we seen – Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston square off in week one before. All right. Help us out. That would be when they were the first and second overall picks by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Tennessee Titans on opening day of week one of 2015. Hmm. Okay. That seemed like that was a long time. And, of course, they were rivals in the college playoffs. That's true. When Oregon sm- smacked Florida State. So here they are, reunited again, seven years later, both wearing different uniforms. And yet we I find that I just find that fascinating, to be honest with you. And 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 the, the other part about that is there's no definitive answer as to what kind of player they're going to be, even though it's been twenty fifteen since they've been in the league. They both one is bounced around, the other one's coming off injuries. Mm-hmm. And, and and right you don't you can't pick like with any sort of information, knowing that this is what we're going to see out of either one of these two quarterbacks. Well, I think the most fascinating thing for the Saints this week is how is Jameis Winston going to avoid um, having a little fun with his uh, many LSU teammates after last night's game? (laughs) That's true. Are they going to want to talk to Jameis? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think to me, the Saints, the Saints are a team numerous people are sleeping on. I think um, as soon as Sean Payton resigned or retired, uh, they were kind of put in the backdrop. But you look at the talent on this team and who they added, and it was a a, a team that, um, you know, managed to get through and finish a winning season, even without Drew Brees last year, and even with Jameis Winston going down, they swept the Bucs again. Three years in a row they swept Tampa Bay. 
Now, of course, Jameis was on the end of that in 2019, but it, 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 here's what's it, here's what's funny. You go back to 2019, and I and I know you know quarterback is the beat all end all. Wouldn't you assume if the Saints beat the Bucks six times in a row that it would be all Drew Brees? Yeah. You know, it's actually four different quarterbacks. Yep. Wow. That I didn't know. Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees, Jameis Winston was the starter, but then Trevor Simeon had to come in. Um, and then um, the, 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 the jack of all trades himself was the starter when they shut out the Bucks in Tampa last year on a Sunday night, nine to nothing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. Well, that should tell you something about the Saints who are known for their offensive talent, the skill positions. They've always been a very good team in both the offensive and defensive lines. Now, Teron Armstead's not there anymore. I'm going to be curious to see what that means. Folks, we're spending time on the wayforward.com hotline on this Labor Day morning with Russell Baxter, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at VaxFootballGuru, at VaxFootballGuru. Okay, there's another quarterback, you know, we're not a controversy anymore. We know who the starter's going to be up in Charlotte. It's going to be Baker Mayfield. The difference you feel he's going to make, that he's going to be there, will he play with a chip on his shoulder to, to prove that Cleveland got it wrong and that he really is a starter in this league? I think there's a lot to watch when you watch this team. Oh, I agree. You know what's funny? Um, this will be probably being, and understand what I mean by this, um, this will be the second time that Baker Mayfield will be out to prove that Cleveland got it wrong. Because how many naysayers were there when Cleveland took him first overall in 2018? Yeah, it was a John Dorsey pick. It was not the pick by the current regime there and so on. So he had his skeptics there. He's a fireball, um, had a career. Of course, he was played with an erratic organization um, that you know went through its share of general managers and head coaches and the one year where everything was kind of right for them. Uh, they wound up in the playoffs. They actually won a playoff game and so on. Um, be it his fault or the organization's fault. He tried to play through injury last year. Um, but that also should tell you something a little about him. There's a lot of fighting him. I don't know if they'll beat the Browns this week. And I don't know if he said what he actually said that he didn't say, follow that three times fast. Um, <laughs> but it, it, this ought to be, this will be entertaining. Um, there's something about May- Baker Mayfield that's polarizing. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it is the chip on the shoulder. And maybe it is that uh, element of defiance and so on. Um, but, you know, he's a fighter. And, you know, this is a game for fighters. Russell Baxter joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Let's talk about the other name down there as far as quarterback. And we wouldn't normally because we just figure he's going to do what he does. But reports have been coming out that there is issues at home. We don't talk about Tom Brady and the mental game in a way that would be a negative with him. We always talk about him being so focused and and prepared. But if we want to believe what's that being the reason why he took off for you know a little over a week or so, I mean, is that is that worthy of a conversation? How that could possibly play into how this guy prepares and and who he is this upcoming season. Well, uh, uh, probably until we know a little more and so on. Uh, to me, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm more concerned with the guys up front uh, who are supposed to be protecting him. And, you know, their offensive line, you know, they, they don't have Ryan Jensen, um, who's out and will probably miss the season from all reports to center. One of the better centers in the league. Ali Marpet was a quality guard. He opted for retirement. 
Um, they got Shaq Mason from New England. Uh, you know, Tristan Wirfs, it, it, it's been a little banged up. I'll be curious to see just how healthy, because I don't care if you're 25, 35, or 45. You better have the guys out, up in front of you to get the job done. And Tom Brady's always played behind very, very good offensive lines uh, throughout his career. So I'm going to see how that works. There's, and here's the thing on Sunday night. I don't know how good Dallas Cowboys going to be. I think they're in for their own rocky year. The, the departures on offense alone um, were staggering. You know, key members of the offensive line, they traded Amari Cooper. Um, uh, it just it, There doesn't seem any, to be anything right there. And listen, these guys played a great game last year. Uh, both teams wound up winning their division. Um, but I'll just be curious. There's something off about the Buccaneers. And there was something off about them late last year as well. And, again, new head coach, Todd Bowles, has head coaching experience. I understand that and so on. But I'll just be curious to see how they come out. Now, it's funny. When when Brady was with the, Bucs, with the Patriots, they were never that good of a September team and, and, and played better down the stretch. That was kind of the case his first year there as well. But um, two teams that both had good years, both won division titles, um, and yet come in with a few more question marks, guys, than you would have thought maybe earlier this offseason. Yeah, yeah. Folks, spending time with Russell Baxter. we got about a minute and a half to go with you here, Russell. But i got to ask you about this. is our first season um, uh, in quite some time without Matt Ryan. He's going to be at a new place. What are your expectations for him? It seems like he's dropped into a place that has everything all set for him to have success. What do you think the Colts do with, with Matt Ryan this season? I just, I just wrote a preview piece about the Colts. Um, Bats football guru, shameful plug, I, li- I like to call That's them. okay. That's all right. That's um, all right. We got you here yeah. for. We got you. <laughs> we're, so, we're social. We're, we're social. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, if you read my prediction, I not only have them winning the AFC South, which they haven't done in a while, by the way, um, but I get, have them getting as far as the AFC title game. I'm not going to give anything more out than that, but I think they could go on a little bit of a playoff run. And, and you know what's funny? You guys will know this. When you look at stats and you look at Matt Ryan's overall playoff uh, statistics, the times he made the playoffs, they're okay. But if you look at the last two or three times Matt Ryan made the playoffs, he's put up eye-popping numbers. Early in his career, Matty Ice was a bit defrosted when it came to the postseason. Okay. And I know interceptions, fumbles, he struggled with ball security. I don't know if it was nerves, whatever it was. But then you go back and you start looking at some of his latter playoff appearances, and he was pretty damn good. And you're right. He's surrounded by a good team here. The Colts, who, by the way, let's see, this will be the sixth consecutive year. Different quarterback. That they will have a different starting quarterback yeah. in week one. Yeah. Hey, listen. So, um, but, but they got him for a steal. I think they got him for a steal. They got the NFL's leading rusher. They got Gus Bradley running the defense. By the way, it's Shaquille Leonard now. It's not Darius Leonard. So okay. the two biggest changes in Indianapolis this year was the quarterback and the linebacker's name change. Okay. This is, what, this is why we come to you, man. Absolutely. This is exactly why we come to you. We need to talk to you more. 
uh, heading into this season, we always thank you. Russell Baxter joining us. And we, we didn't even go around the league, but we just kind of stayed in this division. But we appreciate the knowledge, man, and thank you. Enjoy the upcoming weekend of NFL football. And tell everybody where they can read you at. Um, that's Football Guru, my Twitter account. I send everything there. But fan-sided, NFL spin zone, full press coverage, um, Jets X Factor, uh, Steeler Nation. Yikes. Um, who, who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> if they call, I'll do something. So. <laughs> right. Russell Baxter, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. Sunday, uh, Monday morning. I keep thinking this is Sunday. Monday morning. Anyway, Sam and Greg, we're going to wrap things up before we turn things over to Chris Goforth. Sam and Greg, in for John and Hughes. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this Labor Day morning, September 5th, thank you, thank you, thank you. That little dude right there singing? Little dude. Would have turned 64 last week. How about that? 64. I know that. He on and I, August 29th. You're now the same age. I, I do that next month. Okay, well, I wasn't going to put your stuff out there. No, I'm just saying. But I was always proud. I've seen you dancing. I was, like, always, you know. I was always proud that, that uh, he was, you know, the you same You and Mike? Age. Okay. Yeah. Nine-year-old kid on Ed Sullivan show. Yeah, man. Man, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> you know, every he, yeah. He's my age, and he's doing. Oh man, dude, yeah. Uh, before we turn things over to Chris Goforth, want to remind you as we talked uh, earlier about Georgia Tech, talking a little Falcons, talking even had some basketball talk yesterday with with that real estate agent Terrell Thomas. <laughs> Going to call him that corporate no. corporate business stuff. You want yeah, to, but you I say it's still real estate. Strip mall, gas yeah. station. Yeah, you got to sell some of that. You call Terrell. And, and when you send, sign in the paperwork, he'll tell you how the Hawks are looking in the backcourt. There you go. Uh, whether it is the Hawks, whether it's the Falcons, whether it's Atlanta United, you can listen to all their games right here, along with the music you love and the news you need to know about, all on the Odyssey app. want to remind you that. Uh, I know he's probably driving back. I don't know if he's listening to us, but shout out to Gary Stoken. We just saw him on Good Day. We always yeah. just, I don't know how we missed he's him this big. year. He's, he's up early because yeah, he's got he a is. long day. He's got yeah, that's another one with a he long day. He got a long day, man. He's got one of his big shows in town. <laughs> well, he's had it this weekend. Yeah, because it was two nights ago the first one. Yeah, and I got tonight with Clemson and uh, and Georgia Tech. So congratulations to him and you fine folks at Chick Fil A for putting together another first class event. When last time you seen him in person? Um, in person, yeah. was where he was today. Okay. Leaving, leaving Good Day Atlanta. Did I was going he, in there to do my casting did call. Did he give you something? Did he give me something? Yeah. Oh, I did. Okay, I know what you're talking about. No, I, did, I didn't get what? a card. I didn't get a card what? then. No. But I know one of the other people that, that are on his staff, and I see him at the, at the barber shop. Yeah. Hooked me up with one. Yeah, but whenever you see him. Last time I saw him, I got one. It was for the milkshake, for the peach milkshake. Oh, see, I'd have that one back. With a summer peach milk. Oh, no. I want the sandwich. No, no. I, I want the sandwich. See, you a milkshake and, and, dude. And, 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 I ain't a milkshake I'm not a milkshake dude. dude, but I gave it to somebody who loves milkshake. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I probably so, wouldn't yeah, have I passed that. I, I said, like, you know what? This is great. <laughs> I know somebody that loves it, right? I'm like, you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking here. There's a brain inside. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tin Man. That's <laughs> wonderful. Okay. Um, oh. What was I going to I got a couple things I got. I want to get. Um, Said here because we, you know, we only got five days before we're back or six days. So, and maybe this week, seven, but I'm not sure. But <laughs> want to make sure we get this this, this uh, info out. I've been wanting to ask you. Oh, yeah. And I'll bring um, Go ahead. Eric too. Oh, Are my. you a boxing fan? Heavy, you, you follow the heavyweight division? The current heavyweight no, division? No, no, no. Just overall. Are you a oh, boxing yeah, historian? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we lost. Well, I want to ask Go him ahead. before he knows 
if you had to, in your mind, even if you didn't see him, but what general consensus is, who's the hardest puncher in the heavyweight division, period? Who do you think it would in the history? In the history of that division, at least I'm going to say post World War II. I mean, going back to Jack Johnson. Well, but. I mean, George Foreman. Mm-hmm. No, nah, apparently not to the other heavyweights. Okay. There was one. In fact, George Foreman is part of this that says, I'm glad I never had to fight that dude. Really? Who? Yes. Yeah. And this guy never won the title. Never won the title. He Passed just, he, this he, last he, week. He was just born at the wrong time. Okay. Now, some people can born at the wrong yeah, time. Absolutely. And other people. This or, guy's or, born. or played in the, you know, the yeah. Barkley Petri Yorn. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy's wrong time. The, the Acorn was his yeah. nickname. Yeah. Got me. Ernie Shavers. Ernie Shavers. Ernie Shavers. Ollie dubbed, dubbed wow. Shavers the acorn before the fight because he shaved his bald, <laughs> bald, his head, bald head. Now, here's the other thing about that. We can talk about those days. But Ollie had uh, won the fight in 15 rounds. Yeah. When the last time you had a 15-round fight? Man, 15-round fight, these guys fall apart. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, that, that, that's the, they reduced them. But, I mean, you think about the time, that, that era of heavyweights, obviously, right. Ollie, Frazier, Foreman. I throw Ken Norton and Larry Holmes. Yep, yep. And, uh, and that's why this man never became the heavyweight champion. He was a great fighter, you know, powerful puncher, just couldn't get past some guys that were at the top, that top of it, you know. Who you just mentioned, George Foreman, said this. He was on Letterman, probably out there selling them grills. His uh, appearance on David Letterman. The hardest punchers he fought, Jerry Clooney, Ron Lyle, Cleveland Williams. Yeah. Remember some Cleveland Williams, right? Cleveland Williams. When Letterman asked Foreman about Shavers, Foreman had a telling response. I never fought Ernie Shavers, thank goodness. <laughs> he won no bit. Nobody wanted a bit of him, man. Yep, yep. This dude would just, he'd leave welts on you, you know, along with everything else that heavyweight fighters do to each other. But I wanted to mention that to you. I don't know if you know he passed. And also, I forgot to mention this to um, Karen when we were talking to her and talking about Rafael Nadal and what he may do this upcoming week. And I wanted to get her thoughts on this analogy. Rafael Nadal is to basketball, I mean, to tennis what Russell Westbrook is to the NBA. Them dudes attack their sport exactly the same way. Westbrook ain't got titles, but they play the same. You agree with that? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, that, uh, that go for broke, all or nothing kind of thing and, you know, and just play with because Nadal, we've rarely seen guys play tennis the way he plays it and put that much into it. And a guy that size. Um, he plays a physical game. If you don't play a physical game of tennis, he plays a physical game. Hmm. Just and so I, I was thinking about that. And there's a couple of things that we're going to run. And, down and, so and, and it's cost, and it, you know, and it's, it's cost him because of the torque he puts on his body. Yeah, it's same. In, same with the doll. Yep, you know what I mean. So it's that's, that's that's what's true there. We saw a little report there talking about how Serena fans have shifted their loyalties this second week of the U.S. Open to uh, to Coco Golf. What hap- What's going on with Sloan? I mean, some people just don't have Madison don't Keys. Have that. I mean, Madison Keys is that she had a good tournament. You know, they had that making money. You know that they, they, they were. The first spo- I mean, Coco is she. She's just entered and she's ascending in a way. But we thought those two were going to be make, well, making that, some noise. That, and, that's just you know what, and and, and and they are making noise. They're making noise. They're making money. They're doing good. They 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 ranked and we should have more 30. titles though. But I mean, you know? we all want that. But I mean, Coco has seen that. And she's, you know, you know, navigating her way. I think she's gonna have what it takes to be that person that's there week in and week out. You know, Sloan has her tournaments that she shows up for. You know, not every week. Right. You know, Madison Keys will have some that she shows up for and plays well. You would like to have seen that consistency. And I think that's what Coco I think that's why she's been so focused. You know, what I mean, when she came here to play in at, at Atlantic Station, 
It's the first time she had been back to Atlanta since her family moved away when she was like 10 years old. I mean, not even to visit relatives and family. Only time she'd come to Atlanta is for the airport. She and her family have been so focused on her journey and getting to where she's been. And so, um, you know, let's see if that prepares her a different way and she's ready to step into this void that's being created. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. Sam, did you know who Peter the Great was? You ever heard of Peter the Great? Yeah, why was he great? He was, I don't know, to be honest with you. And I don't know really? how you, how you become, what's the difference between a, a ruler and a czar? Aren't same, they the same thing? Same thing to me. Yeah, well, Russian czar Peter the Great okay. put a tax out on this day to the folks in Russia for wearing beards. On this day, there was an actual beard tax. We move on on this date. This was the day in 1901 the minor leagues were formed. Minor league baseball was formed on this day. Took place in the uh, Leland Hotel in Chicago. Whoa. All right. 1958, first time everybody got to see Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear premiered. The first Yogi Bear cartoon, okay, man. Okay. It was on this day. Yogi Bear. Not Uncle on TV, Barry, probably the movie. Wherever it was, Yogi Bear, he came out from his cave. He came out for hibernation. Hey, boo-boo. That's right. Brought boo-boo with him. Um, 1960, Rome Olympics. Mm-hmm. A young Cassius Clay wins the light heavyweight gold medal yeah. on this day. Yeah. On this day. How and what that? happened with that medal? As the story continues, yeah, we we still trying to find out that why it can't be recovered. Well, it's he got home, realized that black folks were still being treated the way they were before he left. Nothing changed for him. Took it and threw it in the Ohio River. Never was discovered. And in 1996, here in Atlanta yep. at the Olympics, they all came. You talk about a star, star. Michael Jordan was knocking people over to get to be a part of that picture. On the floor, right. where they gave Ali his medal back. Well, not the original one, but they gave him yeah, a gold re- reinstated, medal. Reinstated, yeah. That was from that. Ah, uh, the first muscular dystrophy telethon. Mm. The first ones, 1966, on this day. It was always on this weekend. Yeah. Jerry Lewis. Raised $1 million, the first one. Yeah. Also, speaking You'll of. Never walk alone. Yes, that's right. This was the day in 1972, though, that the Olympics, where those 11 Israeli athletes. They're, were, they're were, all gone. That's you, you just took the words, right? Yeah, man. But the backstory with that is the fight that took place at ABC between Jim McKay and Howard Cosell. And Howard Cosell wanted to be the person oh, yeah, who man. broke that news. Yep. But he came back to the studio drunk, allegedly. And they're like, we ain't putting you on the air, but Jim McKay would have trumped him anyway at that point. Uh, let's see here. A couple other things here. Assassination attempt on President Gerald Ford. Squeaky Fromm. Squeaky Fromm. Happened on this day. 70. Manson, one yeah, of the Manson she's in, she's in that movie Quentin Tarantino, that last one. Okay. Um, well, picked it. And I think it was uh, um, Fanning, the, the actress who's from Pierre Marietta. Okay. I, I forgot her first name. It'll come to me. Muppet Show debut, debuted on this day. Um, and Nelson Mandela was chosen as president of the African National Congress on this day, 1991. Birthday is today from Oak Park, Illinois, Bob Newhart. Really? Still with us, Bill Mazarowski, yeah. uh, on this day. Maz, the guy, the woman who drove Jim Brown out of football, Raquel Welsh. <laughs> Her birthday is today. Willie Go, yeah, sixty-two years old, wide receiver, live and direct from Griffin, Georgia. Hey, and yeah. the Bears. And uh, on this day, we lost Mother Teresa.
Oh, man. Yeah, Lost yep. Mother Teresa on this day, 1997. We are going to get on out of here and um, turn things over to Chris Goforth. But before we do, want to bring him in here, man. Normally, we try to do a little crossover with you, and you're in another time zone or another I'm in state. a remote location, <laughs> a remote hideaway. Yep, you're, yep, yep. You're like, what was that What was they used to say about, uh, um, oh, Yasser, Yasser Arafat? Never in the same, never a, never a night in the same place. Yeah. Always moving Always around. Yeah, that's, that's the way, you know, yeah. How you been, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Good to see you. Just you know, we're just. I, I see. I pass. I pass Sam at different times, you know, and <laughs> randomly through the football season, we pass each other. But yeah. I don't get to see you much. I got to watch commercials on TV to see Greg. How about that? <laughs> you can go to the movie theater now and see oh. where I'm supposed to be. But oh. Spider Man, they br- they brought that back. They put nice. They put 11 minutes more into this movie, but none stuck, of it you. But well, I don't know. <laughs> but I doubt it. I doubt. I doubt me and the other ladies. We filmed our scene and we all got cut out. That's what happened. By the way, to the two of you, I'm supposed to give you a shout-out right now. Uh-oh. Gary Stoken got back to us. Did he? I, he did. He, he said he sent you a, a, a thank you, and, and he sent me one. I, I'm sure he would send you one too, Chris. Well, he, I talked to him Saturday. So mm. he, got, he, would. he got a big event going on tonight, don't he? He's yeah. had a big weekend. Yeah. No, look, this is a, a fantastic event. You know, I have been as a fan to p- three of these, I think, over the years, okay. and they are just so well done. And it's not just the game is great, don't get me wrong, but it's all the stuff that they do, Sam, from the fan experience standpoint. All the stuff that they have going on that surrounds this game makes it really cool, regardless of who the – you know, I've been three times. I ain't had a dog in the fight. <laughs> I, I've gone just because I wanted to go watch football. And, again, they do such a tremendous job of, of putting it on. Yeah, they do such a great job. And I'm sure other teams around the country are knocking the door down. Hey, when are you going to invite us? When are you going to invite us? We want to come down to Atlanta. It's, it's, it's just that special. Yeah, I hope it's something now with the expanded playoff and, and the next round of change that we're about to go through in college football that these type of kickoff events remain. Yeah, I hope we don't lose that as we go into conference expansion and more conference games and maybe the less need for these neutral site matchups early in the year. Of course, we're talking about the uh, Chick-fil-A kickoff classic, which is tonight, uh, Clemson, Georgia Tech. You are going to be talking about this game and a yeah, couple other got, items that you got, you got going on, man. Yeah, so we're going to talk about, obviously, we'll talk college football. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Braves uh, today, and we'll talk a little bit about the Falcons in particular Falcons attendance for the 2022 season. Get into that a little bit. Okay. Okay. You need to be turned in there. (laughs) And we got some cheat cheat, sheet stuff up here, too, for you. So just have at it that as far as the sound (laughs) we got. So you just have fun here. We got you out of your, out of your, the place that you normally sit. I know it's good to see daylight and, you know, people and stuff. So. How about it's that? Good. The it's voice good. Of, the voice of Chris Goforth. He will be uh, coming up here in just a minute. Sam and I are going to go back to our usual spots. Mr. Crenshaw, Friday night, you need to listen to the high school scoreboard, uh, high school football scoreboard show, or just HSSS. Friday night, 7 p.m. Listen for School Days, the signature segment, and it will be replayed again on Saturday morning with yours truly. And we'll be back together next Sunday, won't we? Be here. All right. The rest of you, have yourself a safe and wonderful rest of your Labor Day. Eric, thank you for everything. This is Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.